Sauce Twins. We back. What's good? Too tall. Too short. Hey, y'all already know who we got back <laughs> on today, my boy. It ain't a surprise. Hey, you, you just uh, got a new job, right? New location? I did get a new job, okay. but I don't start to August 1st, so I'm just relaxing. You're chilling, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All season. Hey, <laughs> hey you didn't have to pull out all your Pro Bowl uh, NFL jerseys back here today now. Hey, <laughs> right, show them things off now. Yeah. Show them things off. Hey, I had to find a good spot to sit down, you know. Hey, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> hey, your boy, your boy just got um, Pro Football awarded like the best safety in the league or something he did, like that? He did, he uh, did. USA Today, Byard. B- uh, Byard, Byer. okay. Yeah. I, see, y'all like Dion, dog. Y'all got to put respect on his name. Look. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, uh, yeah, the U.S. just named him the one safety league. Okay, that's, that's what's, what's up, up, man. That's legit. Yeah, that's good, yeah. man. Yeah. How, how long have y'all been training? Uh, man, I've been working with him since he was a redshirt freshman at uh, Middle Tennessee State. So oh, wow. Okay. Nine years. Okay, so y'all have yeah, a long-lasting relationship. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's my guy, up. man. Yeah. That's my guy. Cool, that's cool. What's up? All right, man, so look. So the question is today, one of the questions is, how are you able to get buy-in from kids on the high school level, middle school level, college level is there a difference as far as how you get buy-in from those levels up to high school college and pro and how do you get it at all like what are some of the things that you've been able to do to get kids to buy into what you're doing and your program you know to, to make yourself successful and ultimately make them successful uh i think if you start though from the top down so if you look at like the pro guys right like the buy-in there comes from word of mouth right so you know, like Kevin, I, I've worked him out for nine years. You know, his teammates, they see, you know, knock on wood, he's been healthy. He's been, every year he shows up to camp in shape. Uh, you know, he takes on a lot of snaps. I, I think he had like the highest uh, ranking snaps on the defense this past season. Um, so, you know, that's been going on now for his first three years. So his teammates see that, uh, you know, and then they're like, well, damn, I want to see what, you know, what's he doing, mm-hmm. you know? And so they come in. Now, they're always a little skeptical. They're a little guarded because, you know, they get pulled out from every which way. Yeah. Uh, and you, but you just create that buy-in when you just – when they get there, they see it's good work. Like, I mean, I don't want anything from them, you know. Like, yeah. we're just coming in. We're just going to get that work. Yeah. And I think that just helps create the buy-in. And then, like, at any level, once you see the success from the work you put in, that's the ultimate buy-in. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and so with Logan Ryan, he, he came in with Kevin a year ago. Um, you know, and Logan, I think he probably arguably had his best career as a professional this past season, um, you know, and that just helps build that buy-in there. So, yeah. you know, the, the more guys that come in, they just the, the word of mouth gets out. As far as the high school and college, I don't think there's a lot of difference. Um, you know, with those guys last year starting at the high school, um, they were a little guarded. They didn't know me. Um, but, you know, you have a little bit of clout. You have a little street cred coming in from college they know you train you know kevin byer and some other nfl guys so that helps with that as well um but i think what built when i was in college i think what built the buy-ins when you showed the kids you cared mm-hmm. um and you know being a strength coach we're with them more than anybody else mm-hmm. and you know you put in that sweat equity with those guys yeah it just it just helps build that family that environment yeah so. yeah Nah, I was just going to say, I, I agree with what he was saying as far as, like, the word of mouth. And then, like, for us, I feel like a lot of the kids, because we got a lot of high school, middle school kids, 
Um, but I feel like that buy-in comes from one, the culture, and then the results yeah. that they get. Absolutely. From putting in the results work. is probably going to be the number one buy-in it, it <laughs> you can have. Well, it is. You yeah. Well, you know, I think number one is when they come in, right? So I think we all can agree social media is powerful, right? Mm. I mean, because that's how I got to see you know you guys and see mm-hmm. you guys. You guys, you guys are posting good content. Well, the kids see that as well. So when they come work with you. And all of a sudden, the first buy-in is that day, that day-to-day culture. Like, man, these guys are—they're live. They're having a good time. Like, we're sweating, music's blasting. We're having a good time. The second buy-in comes when oh, I'm seeing my body change. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm running better. I feel better. I'm bending better. And yeah. then the ultimate is now once they go play, and you know, the, the success comes. Yeah. 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 No, I think. I mean, for me, like I said, like like you mentioned a while ago, just seeing like things organized and structured. I feel like. That was one of my biggest things when I decided to open a facility was structure and the way it looked, the way it sounds, our energy in here every single day just being consistent like that because I feel like the kids just, and not even just the kids, even the college guys that come in and some of the pro guys just, they come in they feel their energy. And so I feel right. like if you can always come in, and you know how people can feel energy. Yep. You come oh, no in, doubt. you feel that good energy. Y'all having a good time, no like doubt. you said, you grinding. But then, not only that, I feel like something else that gets the results. I mean, other than getting results, that buy-in is, I had one, my boy IK. So he played a uh, defensive end for, uh, for the Jets and then uh, for the Bills. And um, I can tell the way he bought in was he can't, he came and asked me about 120 questions back to back to back to right. back to back about everything. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Why can't I go ahead and progress to this? And he was challenging me, you know, in ways. And, you know, yep. it was it was cool. I liked it. I liked it. I was yep. like, look, this is why. There's a progression to this thing, especially coming off an of injury. You might be Absolutely. able to do that, but it's not time yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to take these progressions. And I think over time, that's how I was able to really – Pull him in the way he yeah. really trusted me. Yeah, that's how he, he was yeah. able to trust you. You was answering all his questions. Yeah, he got his answers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because a lot of times those guys are in tune with their body, yes. right? Like a guy like Logan Ryan, and, and you know, like I had Derek Henry come in this offseason. They understand their body. They're in tune with their body. They know what the roadmap should look like. Mm-hmm. Well, they gonna check your ass and see if you know what you're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. And so they'll ask you questions just to see if if you know what you're talking about, yeah. right? And then if they trust you, man, they'll do anything you ask them to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you in, you in. Once you get that trust, right. yeah. it's over with. It's over with. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. No, no, I think that that is. I think, um, I don't know, I feel like it's one of the most important things for us is that that culture <laughs> and structure. But um, let's kind of, let's move on through this. There's another, uh, there was, man, let me just talk about it, man. Mike, my boy Mike posted something on Twitter. Hey, you know you my boy, Mike, but I, I gotta bring it in. We gotta talk about it. Mike, Mike, what value does a hand being slammed in the door, what ha- what kind of value has it ever had? Hold on, what, what's, what did he say? I wanna know what he said. So, we're talking about doing like injuries. So, okay. basically, Mike was like, if you slam your hand in the door, okay, and you get hurt, injured, right, you don't go back to doing that anymore. Basically, applying that to working out. 
So she's saying you don't go back. You don't to go slamming back to your slamming your hand in the dough. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, of course. We, I'm just gonna touch on this, Mike. I love you, but. I mean, what? if I pull my hamstring stre- uh, sprinting, right? Right, I you can't. Back, run <laughs> you can't say you no can't more. sprint no you more. You done. <laughs> you I mean, done. I my Achilles. I can't go back and jump no That's more. That's not a good like, example. Nah, that's not a good I, I think I understand what he what you mean, Mike. I understand what you mean about it. There are certain things like, for instance, for me, like, I don't I don't necessarily have a big reason to max out no more. I don't I don't necessarily have to put 550 pounds on my bag no more and max. Right, like, right. it's just for it, right? At this point. You right. know, I understand kind of what you mean and and I, we've kind of gotten into this little bad exercise thing that I kind of like. Oh yeah. Have you I been saw seeing? That. Yeah, I've been yes. kind of liking that because. Right, right, right. I've always kind of asked myself, is there a bad exercise? And then, are you better off exercising wrong <laughs> than not exercising at all? Mm, that's a that's good a one. Good, yeah, it is. That's a good one. It that's is. A good one. Well, I think an alternative is sitting on your butt and being 400 pounds, yeah. or at least going to the gym doing something. I think going to the gym doing something, something is better. Than better. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I do. And I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think I think so too. But you know, you just think like, dang, like you see people working out. You know how, you know, we're all guilty of. You see somebody doing something, be like, man, what is he know, doing? What is he doing over there? Right. But no, you go to a public gym now. It's ugly. It's oh, stupid. Ugly. Ugly. Stupid. I've seen some horrendous. Hey, and too while much. on summer break, I've been going to public gyms. Oh, you've been doing that on purpose. Yeah, he just wanted to see. Been going in there he doing just wanted to see what they look like. I don't know what they're doing. It's, it's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. But yeah, nah. I, I I just think that I think that's a that's a pretty interesting topic. I, you know, I think it is important for people to get out there. And we've all. I look back at some stuff that I did a few years ago, and I look back at form, my form on clean, maybe like seven to eight years ago, and I was like, ah. Right, 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 right. You know, I was doing snatch, I was like, ah. Yeah, I'm just getting my <laughs> <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. But, my, my, my clean technique is much better after I finished playing yes. than when, when I was yes. playing. Cause I was catching that thing straight wrist. What? Was, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, had no lat shoulder no mobility. <laughs> none, none. I mean, I hurt my back doing, I mean, what was called an RDL in high school. Yeah. I mean, back just rounded. I yeah. Mean, mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. It was just lifting like football players. Yeah. That's how it is. Right. Nah, but. Yeah. Nah, I think it, it's all good. I think, um, man, it's a journey for a lot of people and us. Like, as strength coaches, man, you look back at some of the stuff. I was looking back at some of the speed school stuff that um, we started out doing back in 2012, and I was like, Ah, did I just say high. that? Yeah, like, right, right. No, but no doubt, but that's just growth, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I think now, you know, now, all right, so back to Mike. Uh, he wrote an article years ago. Um, it was like the journey of the street coach or something like that. And was pretty much how we always, when you finish playing, you kind of start off as a, in a bodybuilding kind of circle. Okay. And then you go into strongman. You know, and then what typically he said what happens is you end up getting hurt and now you come back to the functional training mm. on the back end. So, I mean, I, I, I can definitely see that. I, I go back and look at programs I wrote, you know, 20 years ago. The volume was way too high. Yeah. Mm. There was a lot of hit, 
a lot of hit stuff thrown in there just because you know you come across books you read something you get excited and you're like damn I'm let's do it you want to do it yeah 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 and so you do it and now you go back and look on it and you're like yeah that probably wasn't the smartest idea mm-hmm. yeah but that goes back hey young strength coaches fake it till you make it you know learn what you're doing yeah. read up on it and just but you got to evolve yeah right? you just can't do the same thing for your whole career mm-hmm. so that was actually where i was that's perfect that's a perfect lead-in because <laughs> what i see what i see a lot of times or what we see at the facility in certain programs like a high school program is that you have a strength coach that's been there for 35 years he's the powerlifting right. coach yep. and he still is set in doing things 30, 30 years, years old mm-hmm. yep all bilateral all barbell yes I mean I know man I mean he's even wrapping guys knees like yeah, I, yeah man I, I know <laughs> so I'm I know. wondering yeah, like, like, stuck. What, like what do you think like obviously you how do you but, sorry, let's cut you off. I think Mike, I'm telling you, I think he really comes from a point of talking about that strength coach. Yeah. You know, when he talks about, you know, like the no squat, because I, I don't think, I honestly, I think he has to understand the benefits of squatting. Yeah. Has right? to. Has to. So, uh, not to cut you off, but I, I just had to. No, I no, think I, think that's right. I think that's where he's coming from. It's from that. Right. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I, I just wonder sometimes, like. I guess what we can do is get them here to hear you speak in in December. You know things like that. Cause I'm like, I'm there. Yeah, like the education. Like I just want to continue to like, how can we reach people to kind of pull them into 2019? Right. You know, some people they just stuck in their ways though. I know, but so especially them old heads that think they already know everything and i've been doing it like this for 30 years why should i change it's a different kid too we talking we we did you dealing with a different kid like yes man i think it's our when this goes back to buy-in i think that i think we have it flipped sometimes it's like you're trying to get someone to do something they need to buy into what you're saying you don't need to you know what i'm saying and so like we got to do a better job of Communicating differently, trying to reach these these kids now. Mm-hmm. So we, you got a different kid. You have a different college yes. guy. You have a different pro now too. Right. Well, I think it comes down to like you're saying. It's not about what you want. I mean, we, I, as a professional, I think we understand there are things that they have to do to be able to play their sport, to keep them healthy, blah blah blah. But I think as a player, if you really think back to it, when you're on the field. I think you understand, like, I think we don't give the kids enough credit sometimes. I think they understand their bodies and their sport a little bit more than we give credit for. And so that's why we have to be able to reach and make and improve on some of the things that they want to improve on, right? Yeah. I mean, if a kid, if a kid doesn't feel like he's fast enough, um, you know, we understand that just getting, you know, if you get stronger, you will become faster. I think we understand that. But you can't just box him into the weight room mm-hmm. to achieve that goal. because. Right. If he feels like he needs to be outside running, then we have to make sure we give him some of what he wants to yes. get what we want, mm. right? Yes. It's all about. It's, I mean, it's all about. I mean, just the way you you you, you window dress it, yes. right? Yes. And, I, and and whatever it takes to get there. That's. I think that's huge too. I mean, the ability for the strength coach to compromise. I think that's important. I do too. I think that's I important. Too. Gotta give. Because it is. It's his career. Right? Yes. 
All right, it's his career. We're there. We're there to help him, and just to shove, you know, the round peg through the square hole, or however that thing goes, right? Just because you want him to bench and you want him to deadlift and whatever, because you like to bench and deadlift, that's not necessarily the correct way to do things, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, I think, and that's what we have to understand. We're here to help them, and if they, you know, however we need to do that, just that's, get it done. That's what we need take. to do to get it done. Give and take, yeah. right? Yeah. No, nah, man. No, nah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I don't that know. Just come down to knowing your athlete. Yeah. Communicating with your athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I was gonna is. talk to you about this. Last thing. So I, I see you. You made a comment once about we talking about maxes about you don't need to necessarily do a one rep max. Um, get to know your athlete. Right. Um. Like, elaborate on why you feel like, what you think, how you feel about not necessarily doing a one rep and being able to gauge, you know, their exhaustion and when they're tired and when they're fatigued and kind of tweaking their program like that. All right, so just, uh, you know, when I said with a one rep max, and so I, I try to use like a, uh, you know, like a scale, you know, um, I, I don't, I, I've gotten away from percentage based okay. just because I think we both know some days you'll come in and it may say 80% for whatever and you just get absolutely crushed with that 80%, right? Yeah. Especially the stronger you are. Yeah. And just over the years, what I saw was the stronger kids, they would struggle with the percentages. And then sometimes the weaker kids, the percentages just didn't match up and it was too easy. Um, so, you know, and as far as, so typically what we would do when we come in to work out, you know, is I may have a rep scheme on the board of just say five and three by three. Well, I let I let make sure to let the staff know, hey, those last two to three sets of three are the money sets. All right. We want to just try to see what we can get three RM ish or whatever for that day, and then you just record it. Mm. It doesn't have to be an all time three RM. Yeah. I just want to see what they can get for that day. Yeah. And I, I don't want them crashing and burning. I, I just think yeah. that's where you get in trouble in the weight room is when guys are crashing and burning. You know, that's you know, bench because press they're is trying to ugly. hit this mm -hmm. percentage. Yeah, Fatigue right. So, form you know, goes out of whack. Yeah. Right. You know, and I just I just like technical form, right? If if it looks good, the bar was moving, they're straining, what else do you want from them? Yeah. Right? Like we got we got what we wanted, let's move on. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry about that. Oh shut up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I completely man, I agree. Um and for us, like we still work off a of percent like in our Ollie Fit class with the adults. Yes, right. we Olympic lift with our adults. Okay. Every day. <laughs> yeah. And um, for them, I feel like starting out is such a good baseline because they have no idea what 60% feels like. After time, no, you, you know no. what 50, 60, 70, 80% right. feels like. And yep. so for us, like, we still use it in that sense. And in big groups, I can see that as well. Yeah. Like, I, I, I get that. I yeah. mean, you have to have a manageable group per coach mm -hmm. to be able to do, you know, an APR. I, I, I get that. Yeah. Or RP. I, I get it. Like, so. But yeah, no, no. I, I thought that was, um, I, I took that in. I took that in and I, and I thought about yeah. it when it comes to, like, my one-on-ones, especially, like, um, we have a pro track hurdler right now, Shane Brathwaite. He's the 110 hurdler. And uh, and when we first came in, you know, I, 
he was like, he was asking about squats and some different movements. Like he really enjoys lifting and he likes nice. the load. Mm -hmm. And I really nice. enjoyed it. I was like, man, that's what's up. I, me and you gonna get along really well. Right. And, um, but he was like, man, you know, he really didn't know where his numbers were. So we got numbers. I had, I got him on some, some solid one reps that I thought weren't a true hundred percent, but it was close. It was about 95%. Right. Yeah. Yes. It was close. And so yeah. now, you know, we've kind of been, now we're like in the middle of the season right now. And so I still have the percentages in there, but right. I'm watching. I'm like, hey, that didn't yeah. look fast. That didn't look, let's yeah. fall yeah. back. Some days you come in that eighty percent for his his four by one on hand clean looks yep, light. He's like, he was like, man, I feel like I can go. Up. Well, let's go up. Let's go up. Go up five pounds. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's yep. get it. So yeah. I like. I hear you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in season, I really like the RP scale just because. I mean, I, I can really. I now I can because you know, man, you get banged up, you're beat up. Yeah. You know, I I don't want to necessarily lift into the trash because we're in season. I still want to clean. I still want to squat. Yeah. You know, you still want to bench. You know, later as we get into season, you know, wrists and hands get messed up, so you may not be able to clean the way you want to. Yeah. But at, at that point, though, I mean, I hate to put a kid like, you know, you, just because I say that the sheet says 80% and he can't get it, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't want to just waste a workout or him getting buried and now he's losing confidence in the buy-in fact because, man, every time I come in here, you know, the bar hit is heavy, I'm getting, I'm getting smashed, that yeah. was supposed to be the weight I could hit. No, nah, man, we're just going to hit threes and fives and singles and doubles yeah. and whatever. Where, wherever the chips lay, that's where they lay. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I like that. And I appreciate that, like that, 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 those comments and that, that little conversation, like, that kind of got my mind thinking about some stuff that we do here and how we do things and, like, what's really important, like, you know, for, for us and, and really ultimately for the athlete, like, what's important. Mm -hmm. And uh, right. right now, like you said, in season, it's to, it's to be healthy. It's for my guy to feel fresh and fast and pop and snappy. Like right. we don't need to get smashed in here, and so that. Nah, um, man, you want them to look as close to the off season, in season as you can. Yeah, right. I mean, because we both know, as you get into football season or whatever sort of season you're in, you're not gonna be as strong as you were in off season yeah. because you you're just not. Like you're probably working out twice a week. Yeah. So why put limits because a, a piece of paper put a limit on a kid, right? Yeah. Just load them up to your point. Some days you feel good. All right, let's roll. Some days I ain't got it. That's fine. Yeah. No, right? I think that's important. Hey, you watched the game last night? I did. I saw that I saw that Achilles roll up the back of his leg. Yeah, bro. That wasn't good, man. Mm -hmm. That vibration shot right up the back of his leg. Damn, bro. I was hurt when I saw my boy. I know. I, I hated he even came back because yeah. you know this. I think we all knew that that's what was going on. Yeah. That there was some sort of tear. And I mean, once that thing was loaded, man, he just it just popped on. My boy was that. dancing in the tunnel and everything. Pre-game, he still. Yes, three for three, was wasn't he? Oh, he came out yeah. hot from the three. I, I think he was trying to make himself believe, man. But you know what? Anytime you're rehabbing, right? I always call that fool's gold. It's like a hamstring, right? You go out, you jog, you start running a little bit, you feel better. You're like, ah, I think I'm okay. Uh -uh. But that that initial healing phase, man, is fool's gold, right? Yeah. You're not ready yet. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. You know, you're just not able to handle the volume. You can yeah. do it once or twice, but five, well, six, nah. and seven may end up getting you, right? And you know? in basketball, and, I mean, at that point, he had probably done that 15, 20 <laughs> times. That cut, right. loaded, 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 stop and go, right. stop and go. Right. I, think I, I think I heard he played, what, 12 or 14 minutes there in the first quarter? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, so, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a, tough, man. It's a lot. 
Yeah, and you just wonder what that does to him going forward. Man, I... Because he's, what, 30 years old, right? Yeah. 30, I mean, play I for the Supersonics. He's got to be 30. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I think he is. I think he is. I think he is. But I don't know, man. I think he still got some juice, though. He's, he going to come back. He going to come back. No, I think, think he's going to come back. I think he'll be fine. I just... I feel bad, man, when I saw the GM talking after the game. Boy, he was choking. Yeah, I know. I seen it. Because yep. you know a lot of people are going to feel responsible. You know you know how it is when you have an athlete. Yes. And you like, you finally put that last stamp on them like, they ready. You like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, you know the streets coach, the athletic trainer, the uh, team doctor, the masseuse. Everybody. Like everybody was in that thing just like, oh, Oh, man. my gosh. Right. Dang, I was I was so, feeling so they, for him. So they're gonna be side eye from now on. You know that. Yeah, I already know. And he even kind of mentioned it last night. He was like, "Man, I know, I know how the world is. I know mm -hmm. what I know what people are gonna say." Dog, the team doctor was on Twitter this morning. His face. Somebody said, "This is the man who approved KD to play." I mean, that man got to practice, right? Yeah. They, who you talking about? You talking about? Was it a black dude? What is white guy? Oh, okay, just making sure because they got a meme out. <laughs> With the black dude who got uh, arrested saying that he had his doctorate. You know the black dude with the glasses that got arrested? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. What is going on? You ain't talking Michael Jackson's doctor now, is you? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? I can't find it. I'm going to have to find it later, man. Nah, man. I... Oh, my God. They, they say this is him. Talking about he cleared. Talking about he no. cleared KD to play. Nah. <laughs> bro, you know the internet, the internet don't care, bro. The internet, no. they have no feelings, bro. Undefeated, goddamn. Undefeated. <laughs> the internet is undefeated, bro. Well, that dude look like Doogie Howser, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. Golly. Hey, but yeah, hey, so we, yeah, we still, we, we haven't really let everybody know yet, but we still um got all you guys lined up come out in December uh, yep. man we, we looking forward to it mm -hmm. um, this will be the first one here um, at our facility first one we're doing and we, we plan to Ooh. make it a, an annual mm -hmm. thing man and we, we just lucky to have a relationship with you to have you come out and speak man I think it's gonna be amazing yeah it's gonna be great yeah no I'm looking forward to it man y'all's facility looks top-notch yeah. man I can't wait to come out so I'll, I'll be in uh, Dallas how, I don't know how close that is you guys three hours three. What area Woo. Yeah, it's Texas. This Texas. Yeah, 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 right. right. Everything it, at least it, an hour it's away. At least an hour away, but now nah, when you gonna be in Dallas? Uh, July. Some point in July. July. Okay. Which I got? You yeah, got like we got, a, we, got, we got some family down there, so oh, okay. Wife, you know, her, her aunt lives down that way, so we're going down. Okay. So just hang out a little bit. I mean, I ain't got nothing else to do this summer, so yeah. we're going down to hang out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's good. Enjoy yourself, man. Mm -hmm. Hang out with some Why family. You can? Yeah. I know. I've been I, seeing you know, your little boys training. Bro, hey. Yeah. Man, they got games every night of the week, man. So I'm. Baseball, you know, huh? I'm, I'm Captain Daddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like baseball now, you know, flag football starting up a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my oldest, who is eight, wants to play tackle football this fall. How you feel you know, about I, that? I'm, I know. You know, being a former player, like, I got, you know, I mean, I got hit a couple times. Like, once I got ear hold and, like, had, like, synovial fluid coming out of my ear. Damn. So, right. So, I mean, I know. I, I know what the sport brings. Like I, I know some of those. Once you put those pads on, that clock starts. Yeah, I think man. we all understand that, right? It ain't if, it's when. It's when. Um, so I, you know, I don't know. I just I kind of wanted to wait until later. Yeah. But 
it's hard when all your friends are playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Dang. That's the hard Yeah, thing. that's tough. That's you know, and I mean, so, you know, we tr- I'm trying to push the baseball, the basketball right now. I, yeah. I know the football's coming, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Hey, yeah. well, hey, man, hey, make sure y'all go and follow my boy Jason Spray, man. If you have any questions, you want to go and watch somebody that's been doing this for a long time at a high level who continues to stay up on what's going on with the industry with a nice swing of that old school feel. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to go check him out, man. It's, um, it's somebody that um, we, I look up to in the industry and um, constantly checking in, just checking in with him, just continuing to build our relationship and, and we can't wait to have him down. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. go follow Twitter, IG. Um, Make sure y'all go and subscribe to Sauce Twins. Turn your no. notifications. Yeah. Subscribe to yeah, yeah Sauce yeah. Twins. Sauce oh, okay. Twins. This Sauce Twins. Hey, hey, come get on. It in. Hey. What will you sacrifice to be great?